Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, let's catch up on the coaching candidates that the Lakers are tied to at this point and uh, might eventually become tied to as this search continues. Silver Screen Roll has put together a list of coaching candidates that have been rumored or tied to the Lakers to this point. At the top of the list, Quinn Snyder. Next down, Nick Nurse. You have Doc Rivers on there, Jawan Howard, Steve Clifford, Terry Stotts, Mark Jackson, Darvin Ham, Mike Brown, Scott Brooks, and Alex Jensen. And then earlier today, or yesterday, by the time you guys are listening to this, uh, the Lakers requested or reportedly requested permission to interview Adrian Griffin, uh, an assistant coach with the Toronto Raptors. So already a lengthy list, a wide talent pool with coaches from all over the kind of radar when it comes to coaching backgrounds. So, and look, given what we just talked about yesterday, uh, that that approach, those hiring practices are, are, are better than we have seen from the Lakers um, in, in their front office. So progress. Although we saw last time, this is the same kind of approach that they took last time where they talked to as many people as they could talk to and narrowed it down and then eventually landed on Ty Lue, who turned them down, and uh, Monty Williams turned them down, went to Phoenix, and then uh, it was Frank Vogel. So uh, as, a, as it stands right now, this process, very similar. Let's go through a few of the names that you might not have heard about uh, in, in because of their lack of head coaching experience before. Should also be pointed out that even though we are about to go into some names that you might not have heard of much, uh, the Lakers are reportedly interested in coaches with prior head coaching experience. So some of the names that we're going to hear about are really going to have to bowl over the Lakers in order for them to show interest that they haven't necessarily shown to this point in coaches with uh, without head coaching experience. But nonetheless, let's get to it. We'll start with the latest. Adrian Griffin is an assistant coach with the Toronto Raptors, a uh, former player, uh, somebody who is well-respected throughout the league, Comes is currently working on a, on a coaching staff that is obviously very well-respected, um, Masai Ujiri has his holds him in high regard. Nick Nurse obviously holds him in high regard. Though, if you ask the Lakers, they would much prefer a different coach on this Toronto Raptors staff. We also should point out that uh, Griffin is currently uh, in a countersuit because of a domestic uh, abuse situation that he had uh, that his wife alleged of him a few years ago. Griffin's ex-wife accused Griffin of uh, some violence at home. The uh, Griffin obviously uh, denied the allegations and has since filed a countersuit for defamation of his ex-wife um, that is still an open case. So needs to be pointed out in situations like this. Uh, nothing much else that I have to say on the matter. Darvin Ham of the Milwaukee Bucks is somebody who has previously been on the Lakers coaching staff. He was on Mike Brown's staff um, for, for a brief period of time there. Uh, he is, again, one of the most respected, probably the most respected assistant coaches who is due for a promotion in the NBA right now, uh, working for Mike Budenholzer for as long as he has. 
Um, this is this is pretty high praise here coming from Kevin Arnovitz on on Darvin Ham. Ham plays an emor- enormous role with the Hawks and does it without a lot of rah-rah battle cries. He understands the difference between pride and passion, ego and intelligence, and can tell a player, be it a vet like Dwight Howard or a young guy like Dennis Schroeder, the truth, even if it isn't what he le- wants to hear. He knows what you prepare a re- uh, how, that you prepare a reliable, reliable bet if he's going to be the whipping boy in a film session, but that you probably don't do the same for a rookie because you want to see how he's going to react. That was from uh, back when he was coaching in Atlanta. Uh, it needs to be pointed out. He has since moved on and been in Milwaukee. Uh, Arnovitz would, you know, went on to say uh, in, in other interviews and stuff that Ham would tell Anthony Davis what he needs to hear in ways that might get Davis to commit to some of the things that he hasn't been as willing to commit over the last couple seasons, i.e. playing center and doing so in a modern way. Another name that you are probably familiar with because he has been on the Lakers staff the last few seasons, couple seasons, is Phil Handy. And this is somebody who hasn't been as reported as as uh, thoroughly, if at all, by uh, other reporters out there who are kind of paying attention to the Lakers head coaching search. But this is somebody who I know the Lakers respect and hold in high regard. This is somebody who has announced publicly that he wants a head coaching job. This is something that he is interested in. And and this is somebody who has the respect of LeBron and Anthony Davis. Um, and somebody who, like, I would go so far as to say that when Frank Vogel entered health and safety protocols, uh, the Lakers went with David Fisdale, but only because uh, Phil Handy was not available at the time. He also, I believe, entered health and safety protocols. And Fisdale took over. It didn't go very well, and the rest of the season is history. But uh, this is somebody in Phil Handy that is probably the best in the industry at what he does in terms of player development, individual work, and all of that stuff. Um, He does have the respect of players throughout the league, not just who he would be working with next year. Uh, So uh, of the first-time head coaches, I think Phil probably has uh, as about, about as good a chance as any of them, if not better than most. The last name on this list here that you probably haven't heard of much before is Alex Jensen. And uh, this is somebody who is a uh, an assistant coach with the Utah Jazz, somebody that Quinn Snyder has said multiple times is incredibly important to what he's trying to do out there in Utah. Rudy Gobert has said that Jensen has helped him at grow as a person and as a player, um, to which I would say Rudy probably need to grow a little bit more. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know if that's a, a check in the box and the positive for Jensen here being facetious. Uh, but again, this is somebody who has been, uh, he was, he was close to, or he was in the running for the head coaching job in Cleveland a, a couple seasons ago. He has turned down college coaching jobs to stay in the NBA, something that Quinn Snyder has been really happy uh, about. And uh, look, I think it's interesting here with both Jensen here and with uh, Griffin, as we talked about earlier, that the Lakers are interested in the head coaches of these situations. And if they aren't going to get the head coaches of those situations, 
maybe it's worth talking to the assistant coaches to see what makes those head coaches as special as they have proven themselves to be. So even if the Lakers don't get a don't hire, whether it's uh, whether it's Adrian Griffin or whether it's Alex Jensen here, the opportunity to kind of poke around in the brains and see what it is about Quinn Snyder and what it is about Nick Nurse that would make them so intriguing is worth the opportunity to talk to these head coaches all the same. Again, with all three of these guys, I would be absolutely shocked if the Lakers hire a first-time head coach to step in to immediate title expectations uh, on a team that is going to have basically zero carryover from one season to another. And again, the uh, expectations that come with coaching a LeBron team and (laughs) earning the respect of LeBron and Anthony Davis all in one offseason as your very first gig, that is a big ask. So what does it mean that the Lakers have to this point only, you know, been tied definitively to these guys and, and not, you know, coaches with prior experience? Well, it means that most of the coaches with prior experience that they would be interested in are busy. Right? They're, they're either in the playoffs or they, uh, and, and, or they are currently under contract with teams that are out of the, freshly out of the playoffs. And so that situation there becomes tricky as well. Uh, to this point, Nick Nurse, not available for interviewing because he's under contract. Uh, to this point, Quinn Snyder, also not available for interview, not even by the media because he went under the knife uh, to fix his hip, I believe. So uh, until those guys become available and when those guys become available for interview at the very least, we'll cover them. But to this point, the Lakers have only been kind of this kind of thoroughly tied to coaches without prior head coaching experience. But as I said earlier, there's all there's plenty of reason to talk to coaches, even though they have an uphill battle of getting hired, just because you learn as much about yourself as the person that you're interviewing in the interview process. So uh, again, as the as this list refreshes, we'll keep you posted. But to this point, these are the names that I thought uh, it worth kind of diving into a little a little deeper. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Silver Screen and Roll podcast. Uh, make sure you guys check out the uh, I Love Basketball crew as they talk about whatever it is that they're going to talk about. And then later today, Harrison and I are going to jump into whatever it is that we feel like jumping into. And tomorrow on The Hook, uh, Aaron and I, well, I guess Friday on The Hook, Aaron and I will dive into the playoffs as we see them. The second round is well underway. We are learning more about those matchups. We did our first pressure cooker the other night. I hope you guys checked out that and are getting ready to check out more of those as the as the playoffs go along. And until all of that, and until I talk to you guys tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.